0: Empire. Deal. back to Hachimura. Oh, um.
1: First off, happy Thanksgiving, everybody.
0: It was more just shocking to hear from him and understanding that he gets the most Assist for me and the most spoon-fed baskets ever. You know the culture is actually damn good. To sit up there and to say you don't have a culture problem in the nation's capital. Everything about the organization points to a culture issue. What he got too good in another guy's shoe. I'm a
1: little pissed off about it, but I know how
0: I am. I was kind of expecting it. It's disrespectful.
2: It was like Eric Killmonger going for total domination. What's up is mine. We're not going to be fucking sunk this year.
0: We're the Stanley Cup champions. Yes. Yeah!
1: This podcast is all over social media. So follow us on Twitter at Beltway Bro Pod, Instagram at Beltway underscore sports underscore bros underscore podcast. Also the Facebook group, just search Beltway Sports Bros Podcast. And you can also find us at BeltwaySportsBros.com. There's a podcast player right on the front page. If someone you know doesn't want to or know how to download a podcast app or even knows what a podcast is, just tell them to go to the website and hit play. Simple as that. Thank you for joining us today. We are the Beltway Sports Bros. I'm Matt Vazana, and as always, my brother Noel. Hey, real quick, you can listen to this show on the Podcast DC app, the new local app with hundreds of options and local news and health. Download the Podcast DC app to hear all of the Empire shows as well as other great content. Also, I'm going to say it again help us out and rate, review, and subscribe. It's 100% free. If you like us, give us a five star rating and a quick review. That's all I have to say about that. Might
2: I have more?
1: (laughs) <laughs> would you like to add anything to that at all just do it or don't just fucking do yeah, it or don't i really don't give a shit i've seen a few more so thank you for the ones that have done that so keep it up well keep done, it up, whoever's thank listening. you for
2: the support everyone
1: and our new new york contingent that we don't know who's listening some i don't know skins fans or yeah, whatever i don't there, know but... there's
2: something out on lake uh lake erie up there that that uh, <laughs> likes the beltway sports bros i don't know what it is and we're we're still trying to figure that out. But hey, thank you very much, upstate New York.
1: Big brother sees you. All <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, Noel, how was your weekend?
2: It was good. I mean, loaded weekend for sports. Mm-hmm. Okay. NBA playoffs. Yeah. Phoenix swept fucking Denver. That's amazing.
1: After the Joker accepted his MVP award, right?
2: <laughs> right after that. <laughs> I mean, shit. Bronze wasn't even dry yet, or whatever they say. <laughs> the bronze. <laughs> um, they're done. Uh, what else was there? Oh no, no, not just sports. E three started. If anybody oh, doesn't it? know, that's the uh, they have all the press conferences. What for does E three
1: stand for exactly? Uh, electronic electronic
2: uh, geeks. <laughs> I don't know.
1: Okay, well, all right. so
2: watched a shitload of that, but the culmination obviously was euro 2020 started italy
1: blew out turkey on friday real quick real quick I had a situation where a guy i work with we were on zoom you know we do the microsoft teams kind of back and forth and everything and he saw my you know italy banner yeah you know, banner up behind me you watch the euro 2020 i was like yeah i'm, I'm gonna watch he goes he goes, oh, cool. All right. And a conversation's over, right? I didn't think anything of it. Right. Backtracking for a second. I said, yeah, I'm, I'm going to record it because I'm not going to watch it during work. Work you know?
2: hours because the game's
1: sure. at fucking 2.30 or whatever. Exactly. He texts me. He's like, hey, Italy dominated. Something along those terms. I was like, thanks. I told you earlier today I was recording it, but thanks. Okay. He laughs. He goes, oh, well. You don't know when they scored, so it'll be somewhat of a surprise. I was like, "What?" A I didn't even moron. respond.
2: I was like, what a moron.
1: Why do people do that? I, I don't know. I don't know. It, I would never talk to that person ever again. <laughs> if you tell somebody you're recording it, it's assumed, don't tell me the fucking score. Do I Especially have to say? Especially you know that
2: it's during working hours. When right. the fuck would I be watching it? Exactly. Okay? I'm bobbing and weaving around people. and I work at a company that's owned by Germans. So the, the soccer is in the air, right? I mean, they put the shit on a big screen at work when Germany's playing all that, and I'm in a fetal position at my desk <laughs> because I know the games are going on. Don't look at sports. Like, I have to freaking look at sports for this show, like bob and weave on websites that I go to, make sure I Google correctly just so I don't see the scores. And if some fool did that to me after all the work that I've put in to not see it, they're cut off, never spoken to again. They're dead to me.
1: Well, in this but, situation, there was no work. I was working from home. Yeah. And, and I just got the text. I thought it was work related. It was about the, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, not very happy. You well, it was imagine. a
2: great game to watch. Even if you did know the score, it's I didn't know the
1: score. I just knew that they won
2: handily, well, pretty much. They won 3 0. And then yep. you had the rest of the weekend. And just if anybody hasn't watched it or if you live under a rock, I was watching uh, the Denmark-Finland game, and holy shit, man. Christian Eriksson, we're watching the game live. I'm sitting down there with Ryan and with Lindsey watching the game, and all of a sudden, the ball gets thrown in, and he drops like a stone. And I look over, I'm like, something happened there. I mean, he wasn't even, like, hit, concussed, or anything. He just dropped. There was nobody even around him. Yeah. And 15 minutes, his team huddles around him to make a wall so nobody can see what's going on. They're trying to resuscitate him. He was dead, Matt. Mm. He was fucking dead. They had to hit him with the defibrillators. One of the most insane things I've ever seen, especially... On TV live during a game, you could hear a pin drop in that place. I said, Come on, man. I'm saying it to the screen. I'm like, Come on. You can see his legs. And it was just an awful, awful situation. I I couldn't believe it was happening. I'm like, COVID now this. Like, are they going to stop the tournament? You know, selfishly a little bit. You know, I'm like,
1: (laughs) That's all you were worried about. Let's be honest. (laughs) No, I
2: was not. Not his wife and children. I was (laughs) not. But uh, then they card him up. He's fine. He had a cardiac arrest. And uh, he's in the hospital. He's doing okay. I mean, they showed his wife on the running out on the field. It was just a whole thing, Matt. It didn't seem
1: real. How does just somebody that fit in tip-top shape, twenty-nine, man? It's amazing. How does that happen? I mean,
2: the Hank Gather's thing pops into your head. The Reggie Lewis thing.
1: Yeah. I mean, these
2: guys. It just they don't. Sometimes they just don't know until it happens. And thank goodness for this guy. I mean, he plays for Inter Milan. He just signed a huge contract with them. I'm sure they're looking at the screen like, come on, man. <laughs> come on, If back. he ever plays again, God only knows. Yeah. But yeah. Um, it was a great weekend. Did you see the
1: sun this weekend is, is the question? I
2: did. I went outside okay. a couple of times, kind of like grazed for a minute, and then came <laughs> back in.
1: <laughs> Whew, I told you mine was action-packed, man. Well, mine was action-packed in a different way. I mean... I didn't get to watch as much sports as you did. I I did watch the game on Friday and that was ruined, of course. So, you know, there you go. But um, next day, my wife, Kristen, says about two days, two or three days ago that she wants to go down to Florida for three weeks or a month or or something and bring the kids. I was like,
2: (laughs) where do I fucking sign (laughs) up?
1: Excuse me. (laughs) <laughs> I, I didn't know if she was fucking with me or you know whatever but this is a legitimate thing we have family down there you know our parents live there her mom you know brother and it was just like okay well do you want to go this weekend? I'll I'll take you if you like. So I Like you can't press it too hard right? <laughs> to look like you're too into
2: it. Like so, so what's the plan? Yeah, yeah what's you, uh, uh, what's going on here? This weekend, next week, you know, whenever. You just t- you tell me. So, I, <laughs> you tell me. But you you kind of still have to strike while the iron's hot, yeah, too. Yeah,
1: things could change in a, in a drop things of Things could
2: change in a in in an hour.
1: Yeah, you never know. They could change. So, I said, "Look, get me a plane ticket. I'll drive you guys down." Then, hey, I'll take a flight back. I'll come back. You know, let's figure out a date like July 4th weekend. I'll come back down, rinse and repeat. I'll fly down and drive you guys back up. And before I knew it, I'm back home. <laughs> Empty
2: house. Did you even take the dog?
1: I have the dog, unfortunately. Oh, That's my one, okay. one hey. bit of responsibility. <laughs> you know, I can deal with that.
2: But oh, man, congratulations. I don't even know what to do with Congratulations. Welcome. (laughs) You know me. You were so jealous all those years. Yes. Shit. My kids are doing it again this time for an extended period of time going down to Florida to see the in-laws, see our parents. And um, what does Seinfeld say? The food tastes better. The air is cleaner. Uh, The air is cleaner. (laughs) I mean, just all of it. It's just it's so nice. I literally just got
1: back. I stepped off a plane and came and started doing this. I haven't really got a chance to enjoy it yet. Oh, no, no. It'll come. It'll come. It'll yeah, come. so I'm not there yet. I'm kind of like in this weird mode. It'll
2: take a couple of days, I think, <laughs> for you. you. You'll see shadows and things are like, oh, shit, I have to get up and do that. Oh, no, I don't have to get up and do The house is clean. That. And that, and nothing yeah, happened. yeah. That's awesome. Matt, I would go through Dante's circles of hell <laughs> for that. Fuck your, your 10-hour drive and flight back there would be nothing stopping me and nothing did stop me i was like
1: hey whatever you need me to do you let me know like the the
2: seven quests of hercules (laughs) or whatever it is well i came close but i'm back good job though
0: congrats you are now a man (laughs) feels good feels good what's up it's mike jones from the football jones podcast i know you're enjoying your time with the beltway sports bros but once you're done i wanted to invite you to come over and check out my podcast Each week, we take a deep dive into some of the most pressing topics around the NFL. High-profile guests from the coach, player, and front office ranks, as well as the top league insiders. Check out the Football Jones Podcast, another fine product brought to you by Empire Media.
1: Sick of competing against thousands of professional bettors with algorithms? What about spending all day analyzing salary caps and lineups using other daily fantasy sites? Then you should try Monkey Knife Fight. Amazing name, by the way. I've used most, if not all, the other sites, and trust me, I just stop because I don't have time to put all that work in. MKF is easy to play. MKF offers all of the major sports plus UFC, golf, esports, soccer, college basketball, NASCAR. You can pretty much bet on anything your little heart desires. MKF offers fun contests that are super easy to to play. For example, there's a game called More or Less. Simply pick more or less on different player props. Think Patrick Mahomes. Will he go over his 288 and yard number? Select more. Think Lamar Jackson. Will he stay under his 212 and yard number? Select less. Get both right and win. Simple, right? We're getting old. The less we have to think about, the better. I've been using this site personally for the last few months, and it's so user-friendly. And honestly, it's made me actually care about what happened in, for example, the Rockets Magic game the other night. Quite possibly the least interesting game in the NBA this year. So go to monkeyknifefight.com and use our promo code BELTWAY, and you get a free $5 game just for signing up. No strings attached, I promise. You also get a first-time depositor bonus, which they cover 100%. Deposit $10, you get $10 free. Deposit $100, you get $100 free. This offer is not going to last long, so tap the link in the episode description and sign up. Again, using our promo code BELTWAY. So easy, even a drunk monkey could do it. Alright, well, um, enough of that. Let's uh, get to the football team here. Everybody always wants to hear about these guys. Old football team. So... (laughs) We kind of picked apart these press conferences the last few episodes, but Thursday he was asked about um, training camp and he was asked about Dwayne Haskins, who he didn't really even mention, basically that it's been well documented that Rivera was not happy with himself that he handed Dwayne Haskins a starting role last year, and this year he doesn't want to make the same mistake. So on Rivera's press conference on Thursday, he admitted that he made a mistake and, and basically how he handled the quarterback competition last year, this is what he had to say. Now that you've kind of gone through this camp and the OTAs and everything, do you kind of see now what you missed last year at this time, and and what you know? I don't know how that would have affected start of the season last year in total. Maybe you'd be able to quantify that. I don't know if you could.
0: Well, I think what it would have done, it would have given us a better idea uh, as to what we had to focus in on. Um, You know, what we had to hone up, um, how we needed to approach it with our players, with our position guys. I, I think that's the thing that we missed was not having an understanding, not having a feel. As I told you guys, you know, as I look at it, the mistake I made, um, you know, was my approach was wrong. I, I should have made it as big a competition as possible. And that's on me. I, I wanted to try and give, a, you know, a guy that I thought uh, was ready to take a step, uh, every opportunity, uh, try and build that, you know, that rapport, that relationship he needed with his with his teammates. And that would have been something that, that, that we may have been able to see sooner and, and, and could have done something different, maybe, perhaps.
1: You know, I was going to ask you about that and, you know, they brought it up and, and it, did you have enough time you say, to be able to make that a competition?
0: I, I think to a degree, yes. I mean, you know, I gave him 11 straight weeks. Seven of those were in training camp. Um, so I, I, again, as I said, it's just something looking back on it and in hindsight is 2020, but just looking back on it, you know, that's probably the the, the mistake I made. I, I should have declared a competition and, and kept it at that.
1: All right. So there you go. So, It's kind of unusual for a coach to admit their faults, I guess. And I think it's just funny that he didn't mention Dwayne Haskins' name throughout the whole thing. Apparently, he's not very happy with him. But in this case, even though you've got Ryan Fitzpatrick there, it doesn't sound like he's going to make the same mistake twice. I don't know. It was definitely a different situation. You have a veteran guy now. But um, we've talked about this before. I, I personally think that Snyder kind of pushed it on him a little bit. And he just kind of accepted that. But as he said, he gave him 11 weeks to figure it out. He never really did. But what do you think? I just don't understand his point. To me, it's apples and oranges. You don't
2: have to relate it and retread on a dude. Okay, he's gone. It's over. And on top of that, you disrespect him by not even saying the guy's name. (laughs) I don't think he's reflective and apologetic at all. I think it was a backhanded way of saying, yeah, I put a loser in there and it blew up in my face. It's not going to happen again. That's how I took it. I didn't take it as him being reflective. No shit with this there's going to be a quarterback competition. you got Fitzpatrick, who's been on 800 teams. You've got Heineke, who people only knew him based on the fact that he sounds like a beer and that he dove into the end zone against the Bucks. And then you got Kyle Allen, who, for whatever reason, he loves this dude from Carolina. That's it. If you're not going to have a quarterback controversy with these three, journeymans and no-names... Who the fuck are you going to have a competition with? At least with Haskins, giving him the keys, at least he was a high-end draft pick. Teams do it all the time. Plus the fact that you didn't have that much time to figure it out. You had Alex Smith, who couldn't walk. And you had
1: Kyle Allen. That was it. I also think, from what I understand, you know, Scott Turner was pushing for Kyle Allen, but they kept with Dwayne Haskins through the whole thing. Like he said, I understand that he was a high draft pick. He ended the season pretty well the year before. But from all accounts, at least in his videos, they were impressed with the work that he put in. It was what happened was later he was showing up for meetings late. He did, you know, the strip club thing, the, the COVID stuff that he did. That, Obviously, it was a nail in the coffin. Sure, him, of course,
2: no, rightfully so. But what's yeah. your point, Ron? I mean, what's the point of retreading all of this and to the point that we're talking about it? Well, he was asked. No, about no, it. he's making a comparison to. I'm not going to make the same mistakes that I made with that fuck up Haskins. That's how it came out. All he had to say is A, B, and C. I like competition. He's talking. He talked about competition in positions last year. You didn't need to retread on the guy. He's moved on to Pittsburgh. He's doing his thing and looking very good, by the way, is from what I have heard and seen. Okay? Wonderful. So you don't need to retread on this dude. All right? You proved your point. He's out of Washington. Move on with your life. You're the head coach. You don't have to justify anything. If you want a quarterback controversy with these three mid-grade average quarterbacks, that's your business. And I'm saying the same thing again. You don't have to justify it by treading Haskins through it. You started the whole thing by saying that most coaches don't do this. To me, he didn't do it at all. All he did was just one last
1: shit on Haskins. That's what it looked like to me. A little bit of both. But speaking of looking good in training camp, Taylor Heineke, uh, and I think that's what kind of brought up, because it sounded like they were not planning on doing a quarterback competition here. You know, you brought in uh, Fitzpatrick for a reason. He has taken ownership of the team. The the wide receivers love him. Everybody's saying great things about him. Cicadas in his beard, all that stuff. He's a fun-loving guy. He's a fun-loving guy. (laughs) (laughs) A wild and crazy (laughs) guy.
2: (laughs) What was the reason for bringing him in, Matt? Uh, It's stopgap. They didn't have
1: anybody else. Necessity. Necessity. That
2: doesn't mean that everybody assumed that Fitzpatrick was going to be the starter because he has the experience. But he's been starter and bench everywhere that he's gone. Yeah, I didn't situation. assume that he was going to be the starter. And if I didn't assume he was going to be the starter, Rivera sure as hell didn't assume he was going to be the starter. People assumed
1: it because Kyle Allen still had an injury and Heineke, no one knows. Right, and that's what the situation is different. Normally, this when he goes to a place, you've got a high first-round pick waiting in the wings to take his job. This is a different situation. So... With that being said, Rivera kind of just came out and admitted that this is going to be a competition, which it's flown around a lot that people are surprised that it was because all indications that those two really had no chance, even though they may call it a competition. But I think it's based off of what he said with Haskins. He's not going to make the same mistake twice as he said, and he's going to give it a shot. And this is what he had to say. What were
0: some of the things that I just stood out to you, good or bad? Well, first of all, how how, how quickly things were picked up um, how well um, uh, fits jives with uh, with our receiving core, our tight ends, our running backs, the rapport he has with the offensive line. That was that was good to see. Um, when Taylor got back in there, it was good to see Taylor is um, you know the one thing that that you can say about Taylor is, is he's an extremely accurate passer, delivers a really good ball to the receivers. Um, his rapport with those guys is, 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 is also very good. So it's going to be a good competition. It really is. I, I, I look forward to it. I think it's going to push our football team and make our football team better. I, I, I just feel that you know, going into this, knowing we have a, we have a proven guy there that's, that, 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 that has the ability to lead us. But again, we have a guy in Taylor that shows us that he can do it. They're going to compete. They're going to push. And, and, and I'm looking forward to it.
1: I don't think this is just, you know, lip service by him, not window dressing type of thing. You know, he's got Fitzpatrick, who's there for one year. Obviously, you can sign him after that. $10 million. You got Heineke, who signed a two year deal that's very cuttable. And then you got Kyle Allen, who signed the restricted free agent contract for one year. So there's a lot of uncertainty, to say the least, but very different situation from last year. You know, and I think this coaching staff wants people that are hard workers, that show it, that give no perception of any kind to the rest of the team. That they're lazy in any way. Like you said before, with Rivera, if you show up on time, you're late, type of shit. They don't want any of that crap. But with Rivera for that, you know, he did say that Fitzpatrick's gonna start as the as a starter in, in training camp. But I guess they'll work it out that he's not gonna take every single rep and give Heineke and Allen some reps, which is good. And if Heineke, who if he breaks off with, with minimal reps with the first team, that's only good for the team. Because that means you potentially if Heineke works out and is this diamond in the rough that you found and turns out to be something, I don't want uh, Fitzpatrick to start. Even if he is not quite as good as, as Fitzpatrick, the guys in his mid-20s start him. Let's fucking go. Matt, Fitzpatrick doesn't need the reps anyway. Let's be real. Haskins needed the reps.
2: Fitzpatrick can go into games and he hasn't touched a ball in three weeks and then can well, go he's out. he's used to that. <laughs> and can go out there and throw for 450 yards. He doesn't need a single rep. This guy you could call up on a couch after he's been sitting on a month and his beard's gone three inches longer, and the guy could still go out there and fling it a few times and maybe win you a football game. That's not what we're talking about. Haskins needed those. Fitzpatrick completely understands his role and that every time he goes to a team, it's a fucking competition. If he heard Rivera's press conference and Rivera said, Fitzpatrick's our starter after just signing him, Fitzpatrick would have fallen on the floor and shock himself because he's probably never heard that except for like the Miami team or when they just got somebody that he knew was a plug and play. Right. So the Heineke thing, if that works out great, the Fitzpatrick thing, if that works out great, I don't really believe that any of these guys on this football team are long termers. I don't I don't think that Washington believes that any of these guys are long termers. I think that what they're going to do is create, like Rivera said, a three-man competition. Whoever can keep us afloat with this defense, with the pieces that we've put in place on the offensive side of the ball, great. Whoever can't, bye-bye. And if you're average or Heineke's survivable, where are we going with this? So you're developing him into your franchise quarterback and waiting on him? I figure at this point, whoever's
1: the best guy
2: out there, great
1: well that's what i'm saying if all is equal but
2: you're more so talking about heineke being like a mainstay guy that you found this diamond in a rough
1: this it's happened it's happened before i mean where brady brady go ahead no it's it has another one matt i will there's um let's see (laughs) (laughs) uh Garcia from the 49ers oh yeah he was undrafted
2: that was 20 years ago keep him coming this for on. me. There,
1: there's you know I'm not saying it's a normal thing but it's not completely out of the question and I'm saying that if Heineke is on even a, a little bit lower level than Fitzpatrick I would start him over Fitzpatrick Matt, is what I'm saying and
2: that's the problem that I have with what you're saying you don't stunt the growth of a first round draft pick like a Haskins or anybody like that for a stopgap dude that ain't going to accomplish shit and is going to be there for one year. But we're in a win now mode. We're not here to, well, if Heineke's pretty good, you know, he's got years to develop and all this. This dude went to fucking Old Dominion or wherever the hell he went to, Old Dominion, had one yeah. game. We're not investing if Fitzpatrick goes out there and there's a quarterback competition where it's one A and one B, I'm putting Fitzpatrick in. I'm sorry, Matt. Sorry to stunt Heineke's growth and the Brady that he will become with six six, seven rings, but that's how I'm, I'm gonna not play this he's one. He's going
1: to be Brady. I'm just saying it's happened, but Well,
2: that's how I'm gonna play this one, and I'm sure Rivera will too. Well, and Kyle Allen, don't forget. Yeah, he, yeah, no. He
1: the forgotten one He didn't even mention his name, the guy that they were hanging all over his nuts. And even in Carolina, they were doing the same thing. They they traded a fifth-round pick for him. Belichick wanted to trade for him, and, and he lost out. The guy just can't stay healthy either. So that's another problem. But I was listening to um, Jake Rudin and, you know, consider the source, but he was on Ben Standig's podcast, and he said, there's no way you can do a three-man competition. There's not enough reps, especially the way training camp is now and the amount of time that you have. So they're not going to be split three ways. You're not going to sure. see one of those things where – Especially with three preseason games, you're not going to see like the spurrier days. Fitzpatrick starts game one, Allen starts two, or uh, Heineke starts three. You know, like it's not going to happen that way. I'm just saying that with minimal reps, and you mentioned that Fitzpatrick doesn't need all the starters' reps. I totally agree. But if a starter is named the starter, they get the starters' reps one way or the other. Aaron Rodgers only plays with the starters, he's not running the scout team. To sure. let Jordan Love, you know, get a few snaps and it doesn't work that way. Yeah,
2: I'm just saying that with the one benefit of having a Fitzpatrick versus having Haskins Heineke and Allen, for example, is distribution had to be there, or you call a starter like Haskins, for
1: example. Well, especially with the amount of time that they had last year, yes.
2: Yeah. But with Fitzpatrick, you have a little bit more leeway and give on, all right, we can give him a day off. It ain't that big of a deal. Let's see, let's see what Heineke and Allen have to offer us today. There's a little bit more leeway there, just like you have at other positions where you have a veteran player. Well, and in some cases where you have a second-year player that doesn't show up, then that gives other guys opportunities or guys that potentially would get COVID. You know, things like
1: that. Gene, our starting defensive ends, are you referring to? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, You know,
2: whatever scenarios are there, they can take a day off, and then that gives other guys opportunity. In that case where Fitzpatrick's been there, done that guy, that will give automatically give Heineke and Kyle Allen a few more reps that in a normal scenario, they may not have gotten as many.
1: You think uh, Fitzpatrick has a eBay commercial shoot during training camp at some point?
2: Yeah, yeah. For watches, <laughs> eBay watches.
1: <laughs> no, beer trimmers, actually, I think is what. His yeah, time. yeah.
2: The, the eBay beer trimmer.
1: <laughs> that would be awesome. Well, there you go. All right, well, good stuff. That's going to do it for this episode, Noel. We're on all major podcast platforms. Please rate, review, and subscribe. If you like this show, please share it on social media. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, the Facebook group, and our website, BeltwaySportsBros.com. Thanks for listening, and we will see you on Wednesday.